Hello, and welcome to Divine Chaos, the podcast where we are learning to live awake. We're exploring psychological blocks that get in the way, and we're leaning into the divine chaos of this jacked up journey that is our life. I'm Janine Miller Delaney, and here is my co host, colleague in psychotherapy, friend, and spiritual sojourner, Ruth Friend. We invite you into this moment in space where we can take some time to release, at least for a while, all of our judgments and expectations of ourselves. Come here into this holy instant with us and just breathe here, now, and remember you are exactly as love created you. There is nothing you need to do or fix. This is your time to just be and breathe here with us and with love itself. Good morning. Good morning, Ruth. Good morning. Good morning to all of our listeners. We're excited to have you back today. And Ruth and I are excited that we get to be together in person today, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful. And we have um, decided that we don't know the title of today's podcast. You will probably know it before we do at this point. We thought maybe it will come to us as we talk. But it is based on lesson number two in your indelible worth, which is I am ever your guide. Mm. And we thought maybe we'd mix it up and I'll start with a message and then we can process and think about this. So this is uh, message seven. Living the way of trust in me is as vital as sleep is to the body. It is as necessary as food to nourish you. Living a life of trust in me is the way of joy and freedom to the soul. Trust in me as you rely on air to breathe. Take no step without first allowing me to show you the way. And trusting that my way for you is one of perfect peace and your greatest joy. A life of trust in me is no idle truth. It is breath. It is nourishment. It is the way of pure light. It is the way you were created to live. Mm. Mm. You and I were having a little conversation about just being able to just let yourself be led Mm -hmm. and take one step at a time. Yes, and that scripture came to my mind from Psalm think it was 119 I think so here let me look it up again we had it Psalm 119 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path Mm -hmm. which is so powerful and as we were talking about it as I picture walking with a lantern ah yes I don't see very far ahead I see just one or two steps I mean, we never see the whole path. Right. And sometimes we get paralyzed because we think we need to see the whole path and we think we need to see how it's going to unfold. And we think we need to know how it's going to unfold. Mm -hmm. But really, that's not trust. That's not trust at all, is it? We don't have to know Mm -hmm. how it's going to happen. I think this is so cool that love says, living the way of trust in me is... As vital as sleep is to the body, 
and like the air you breathe. Mm -hmm. That's such a powerful way to look at it, the reality of that. Right. You know, and we, we talk sometimes about your process with all of this. I was just asking Ruth because she had such a beautiful writing. I said, maybe you should write a book. <laughs> and you said, <laughs> I just watched you do this. I don't think so. At the same time, though, it's been so amazing to me that something will come up that either you don't know how how to do or who to get to help you right. with it. And then it's like that next thing is just there or maybe I should try this or maybe I should look at this yeah I like how this says take no step without first allowing me to show you the way mm -hmm. like it we have to first trust that we will be shown right so that we're in that space not the ego mind of worry but we're in that space of openness mm -hmm. to see where we're being shown mm -hmm. and then I mean I guess I invite for you Ruth and for our listeners for all of us can you think of times where you where you really could let yourself trust hmm. and you see as you look back that you were led? Oh, I have an example of okay. that. I don't think I've shared this before, but when I started to feel really called and led to get a degree in counseling, I was at a point in my life where it wasn't a very logical decision to make. Mm. I, I had a degree in teaching and I had been doing some teaching. Wasn't really as passionate about it as I would have liked to have been. And I had a four-year-old and an eight-year-old and financially mm. it just didn't really make sense. And I prayed and I said, okay, God, if if this is what you want for me, help me to just take the first step. Ah, oh, yes. And so I remember I was I was working part-time and I said, I'm just going to take a class for this summer and see how yeah. it goes. So you just took a little step. I just yeah. took that one little step. And I decided to go into the, into the, I think it was the counseling an education office and I was in in my early 30s and I just said do you ever do anything like give grants or scholarships or financial aid or, or anything and they said well not usually but take this paper and fill it out and it was a very simple paper mm -hmm. it just had you know basic information it didn't even I don't recall it even asking much about income Wow. And so I filled it out and I took it back and I heard nothing and periodically I would go back in there and say, is there, have you heard anything? Right, is there yeah. anything I, I should know? And cause I didn't know what I was supposed to do in the fall. Like I, I feel like I love this, but I, I don't know. So finally I, it was towards the end of the summer I went in and they said, we do have some news for you. We have some good news and some bad news. Which do you want first? And I'm like, you know, what, whatever. And they said, your parking's not going to be paid for. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? <laughs> so 
so they were paying for everything else. Even my books. Wow. Which wow. does not happen in grad school. Right. And to this, I wrote no essay. I, I, I mean, wow. If I didn't know any better, I would call it a mistake, but we know that there are no <laughs> yes. mistakes. I never did find out what it was called, why I got it, where it came where from. Where it came from. Really? Yes. And so I had this feeling that, you know, at some point it would end, that it was not going to last mm -hmm. forever. But I think I got through everything but my, it was either my last semester or my last two semesters that that's when they just notified me that it was done, whatever yeah, it whatever it was. was. <laughs> and so I, I was able to, you know, go through grad school with very, very wow little debt. And it was amazing to me that I trusted and yes. just took one step. Right. And then I even took the one step of going in there and asking them. And then I took the step of filling it out. And then it was like, whoa. You just, you just, you gave it to God uh -huh. to love and, uh -huh. and just kept uh -huh. taking the next step. Yeah. Can I tell one more story? Yeah, of course. So when I graduated from grad school, I, I got a job at a private practice, which I was incredibly grateful for because sometimes that doesn't happen. And I had to be there for two years just because of hours and licensure mm -hmm. requirements and all of that. And I had this thought of maybe it would be better for me to start my own mm, practice. Right. I thought... Actually, my only thought was, on the day you die, will you regret it if you don't try to do this? Oh, that's a really good question to ask. Mm -hmm. Will you regret not doing well, it? Would I regret not doing it? And that was like a for sure, well, of course mm -hmm. I would regret not right. doing it. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? It doesn't work, and so I go back to what you were doing. Back to what yeah. I was doing. I didn't have a business plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't research the percentage of people in this field that try to do that and it actually works, mm -hmm. which is a really good thing I didn't. <laughs> I just did it. And I thought, okay, well, I'll just do this. You just took the next step. Yeah, I just took the next step. And here I am. How many years in? 20 years and you've had a thriving practice. I have a thriving practice and right. and and I and it it became that way probably after a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they say it takes 2 to 5 years to build up a practice. It didn't take even 2 years. So. Mm -mm. Yeah. Well, that does remind me. I mean, I I can't remember the specifics, but so many times I remember saying, "Okay, God, well, I'm going to give the finances to you." Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I'm just going to move forward. I'll just take the next step and I'll let you, you know, show me the way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the doors open and things just fell into place. Which is, oh my goodness, this whole book, you know, publishing right. a book has been that right. every step of the way. I can vouch for that because I have witnessed that. Just take the next step and I just keep giving the outcome to you. Mm -hmm. 
And I think there, that is something that's really vital to that is to not be so attached to the outcome. Right. Like our worth is not, we can't let our worth be in any way, no. shape, or form attached to how it goes. No. Yeah. No. Because it, then we're not trusting. Right. And we can trust that love wants what's best for us. Uh-huh. And that love knows even more than we know uh-huh. what's best for us. It's so funny when I look back over over all of those things, how different would my life be if I wasn't willing to take the first step mm. or that one step. And it doesn't mean that I did it without fear. Right. But you had a little bit of trust. Like you gave, uh-huh. you gave, you, you did what you could. And I don't think it doesn't have to take 100%. I get, I'm fine, I totally trust. Right. Like you said, you, you may have fear still. I have a lot of fear. still make a choice to, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, I remember when I started my practice, I had a whole lot of fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you did it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of have to breathe through the anxiety mm-hmm. of it and the fear of it and, mm-hmm. and say, God, you know, I'm love, I'm mm-hmm. giving this to you. You just guide me. Did you have a business plan? Oh, heavens no. <laughs> I so wish I had known you should be, you know, get a major in business or something before you go into private practice. Mm-hmm. We know all about therapy, but man, we don't know anything about business. No. You just learn as you go. No. Occasionally I've said, like, I am like a really bad business person. And, well, first of all, that's very, that's not true and it's not fair and it's very negative it's not the truth but when I think like well I must be fairly decent or okay I've had a thriving practice look how far you've made it yeah for almost 20 years so yeah and sometimes I mean it it, it does get to what we tell ourselves right so often there's just core messages that we think we're inadequate or Mm -hmm. can't do it but our heart our soul is calling us to something Right. Absolutely. And I think that there it is again, that trust. And you know, if your soul is calling you to something, Mm -hmm. then you have, then that's the part where we do have to trust that is, that is the divine within us. Mm -hmm. That is who we are meant Mm -hmm. to be. And so if that is where our soul is being called, that's going to, that's the way. And all we're called to do is take one step. Right. And and just put it out there that we're allowing love to show us the way. Right. I know this is the passion that I was born with, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That this is innately within me. Mm-hmm. So I can trust then that you're going to show me the way because you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been born with this mm-hmm. passion or this within me if, if that weren't part of the ultimate plan, right? Yes, and I don't know exactly how to how to say this. You'll you'll help me. If neither one of us would have trusted mm-hmm. and opened our practices. Oh my goodness. We think of the hundreds of people we've counseled over the years. That's what I was thinking. And and I say this with the greatest feeling of humbleness yeah. and gratitude and privilege. I hadn't thought of that either. And, and for us, I see the tears in Ruth's eyes, and I feel it too, because it, for us, it's just been as valuable, uh-huh. the connections, the special people oh, that we've gotten to Oh, know. it's just been 
Amazing. And, and that makes me think about what, you know, to our listeners, what is your gift? Mm-hmm. You know, your gift is where love is calling you. Right. It's the passion within you. Mm-hmm. That's your gift. Mm-hmm. And all the more reason to give yourself permission to just trust to that trust. you will be led. Because love wouldn't give us this gift if there weren't a way. Right. To give it to the world. Right. right. To, it was given to us to give. Right. And there we will be shown. Mm-hmm. We will be shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminds me of, I had the most powerful dream many, many years ago. And I was in, it, it just felt so real. I, I was in a boat in a storm, in a terrible, terrible storm. And I felt like I was way back in the past. Like it was one of those, I don't know what year it was, but mm. a very antiquated kind of a boat. It was very big, though. And it was a huge storm. And everybody was, you know, feeling like they were just going to die in all of the, I mean, it was kind of like there were boats all over the place. Mm. And everybody was trying to get to the shore to safety. And in my dream, I had this sense that there was someone that for me felt like Jesus Mm. who was guiding the boat. Mm. And I just had this peace that I was going to get there safely. And it was so profound for me, just the feeling of that. And I think that's what we want to hold on to as we trust. Like, if we trust, then we let our guide who knows, who is an expert guide, show us the way, Mm -hmm. get us there. Mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, to our listeners, you know, what's on your heart, where, where it is you, your heart is wanting, your soul is calling you to go. Mm -hmm. And do you, did you need to hear today? Mm. You will be led. Just let yourself just Mm -hmm. kind of breathe, Mm -hmm. breathe in your trust that you are loved, that you are cared for. And that you will be led. Yes. So that you have the courage to take oh. the, take the next. And it step. doesn't mean you won't be afraid. Right. And it doesn't mean you're going to do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. There won't be challenges. Mm-hmm. But you'll be shown. That's the title. You will be shown. You will be shown. <laughs> I love it. Uh, there we go. I love we it. We knew we needed a title. You will be shown. Yeah. Ah, thank you for listening. Okay, so our therapy takeaway. What's what's the next step? Yeah, just what, what what's the next step in any area of your life? Yeah, just what's the next? Where do you feel? Be, because usually we we do kind of have a sense mm-hmm. of the next step mm-hmm. of what we could do. One step. It may not. We don't have to know the way. Mm-hmm. We don't have to know how it's all going to happen. And that's where the power. Of power of writing comes in which we talk about often to just even write to grab a journal or a piece of paper and say okay god okay love itself what's my next step yeah i remember early on when i started in my first uh, published journal showers of blessings so often i was just doing a lot of visualizing like just letting myself visualize hmm what I saw felt like, you know, where I was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just giving myself permission to have the vision and trusting that I would be led, then kind of the answers just flowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, so let yourself just kind of journal and dream mm-hmm. and 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 trust that even the next step will come to you and mm-hmm. and then take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can even just breathe through the anxiety of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I guess the spiritual takeaway is you you are being led. Yes. And you will be led. And just kind of leaning into that trust. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Well, feel free to send us an email if you'd like at Janine or to Janine at theheartsway.org, J-A-N-I-N-E. If you have thoughts or reflections for Ruth and I or questions or topics you'd like us to address. And as always, you can go to theheartsway.org. If you want to find more reflections or order your indelible work. And I'm just remembering there is at Heartsway Official is the Facebook page, at Heartsway Official. If you'd like to join us on Facebook, and Ruth and I, you know, just started that Watching for Miracles group, so please join us Mm -hmm. where you can maybe share your stories Mm -hmm. about taking the next step or being led. And if you feel inclined, I would be so grateful if you get a copy of your indelible worth and would like to do an Amazon review for me. My goal is to get to 50. So if you could help me in any way, shape or form with that, I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks for joining us today. Yes. Thank you. May you trust you will be led. Mm